Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay. Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is a show where we take a break from all the politics, all the yelling, all the screaming. Push that aside. Let's talk about some fun things. Video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything. And if this is your first time here, welcome. The show's broken down like this. We'll start off with news of the week. I got a hilarious story involving technology and politics. I have one of the worst ideas in technology and safety in the world. And a new company is going to test out drone deliveries. You're going to want to stick around for that. Then we'll come back. We'll take a break. Then we'll come back to uh, the land of movies and TV shows. We'll talk about rumors and reviews about what is out this week. Then we'll take a break for news. When we get back after that, we'll go to court. Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world. Uh, we'll talk about the big iOS update that is having huge implications for uh, advertisers and companies in general. And then I want to bring up a story about a, uh, a story that I'm really just surprised it's not getting more national attention. I saw it earlier this week, and that's the last I saw of it. No one was really covering it. it. Involved Germany partnering up with several countries, including the United States, and taking down a website that exploited children on the dark web. And the scary part is it had 400,000 registered v- uh, users on it. 400,000 registered, like they actually signed up for it. So you're going to want to stick around for that. And then we'll end the show with the top five list of the week. We got trailer, 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 and a viral video. So, wow, we got a lot to do. But before that, uh, if you want to catch up on any of the previous episodes of The Geek Show, just go wherever podcasts are. Search for The Geek Show. You'll see the logo. It says The Geek Show with Corey Hora. Just click on that. You can listen to all previous episodes or if you missed something this week. But for right now, let's get into the news of the week. And let's start off in the land of... Of politics. So is it just me or does it feel like that technology and politics just don't mesh together, specifically politicians? I feel like there are very few politicians who understand technology. Maybe AOC and Trump are the best in regards to social media and talking to their uh, their party members. But Everyone else kind of seems really bad at it and not fully understanding it. I think it was Hillary Clinton who didn't know how to use uh, a, how to scan a document into the machine. This was years ago when that came out. But this one's just a funny story and a reminder uh, about technology always being on. So right now in Ohio, the Ohio Senate is currently taking up a bill that would create additional penalties for distracted driving. What would you not want to do while you're on a meeting? Be a distracted driver, Corey. Yes. Well, Andrew Brenner, who is a state senator from Ohio, is getting some heat because he decided to drive while participating in a Zoom call. Now, normally that wouldn't really matter because a Zoom call is essentially a voice call. So you could do a Zoom meeting while you're driving because you don't have to look at the phone. The problem is, is that he went to extreme lengths to cover up the fact that he was driving while in the meeting 
and he decided to fiddle with his phone for most of the meeting while driving. So there's a feature on Zoom where you can create backgrounds for you, and it just it kind of cuts you out as a person and puts you on backgrounds, and it's not exactly the best uh, unless you have a green screen. Well, he decided to turn that feature on, so it looks like he's sitting in a room while on the Zoom meeting. The problem is he forgot that the... Uh, the background feature will not remove the seatbelt that's on him. So, A, he was caught that way, and two, he was constantly messing with his phone, changing the angle, turning it on and off, and it's just not a good sign when you are doing that and you're trying to pass a bill about additional penalties for distracted driving. So, uh, he got a slap on the wrist for that one. I think, in all honesty, I mean, it's just a funny story, but uh, when it comes to Zoom meetings, uh, I think you're totally fine driving, as long as you're not messing with the phone or even using the camera. It's really essentially just a speakerphone at that point. Next up, Twitter is trying something, and I give them props for trying. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work, but according to an announcement, Twitter has began testing uh, prompts that will pop up when you sl- when you type certain things into Twitter before you post them. The idea was that an algorithm would detect whether a reply or a post contained insults, strong language, hateful remarks, or any hallmarks of a traditionally offensive reply. If it did, it would then prompt users to reconsider what they were writing before putting it out on the platform. Once prompt, the users have the chance to edit their tweet, delete it outright, or just put it out there anyway. And uh, I think that's the, that's the problem, is that Twitter is very heat of the moment. And you type things out without fully thinking it, and you might regret some of the things you type without, you know, taking a break and going back to it later. I always go to the classic 90s sitcom shows. There's always a show where the wife is mad. I'm thinking of Everybody Loves Raymond. I don't think that's a 90s show. But there was an episode where uh, the wife was mad at the mother-in-law, and she wrote a letter to her, and she was going to give it to her, and it was all of her anger out on the letter. Well, the husband said, well, wait, put the letter into uh, this box here. We'll sleep on it tomorrow morning. If you're still feeling like you want to send it, then you can send it. Otherwise, we'll just get rid of it. And of course, by the time morning comes, you're like, "Ah, I'm not really that angry anymore. It's really not that big of a deal. In hindsight, I won't use the letter. I think that's what Twitter is trying to do. But the problem is, is putting one block in front of you is just going to make people ignore it. So you're not really going to be stopping the people who are really putting out the hate. So they're going to be popping that up soon. Uh, I'll be curious to see if it works. Hey, maybe it will work. And if that case, good on them, because social media can be just a really nasty place, no matter who you are, or what side of the aisle you're on in regards to politics. Everyone can be pretty dang nasty on there. But I think there are a lot of people out there who definitely regret some of the things they put on social media. Next up, I want to talk about video games for one second, because uh, currently Epic Games, which is the creator of Fortnite, is in a lawsuit with Apple. And they are doing that over uh, Monopoly when it comes to apps and Apple taking a profit off of them. And that part's not important. But what's really important is, is that the court case is happening this week. And because of it, reporters are hearing interesting details that come out of it. Well, according to things that were brought up in court, take a guess. Yes, when Fortnite released, how much money it made in the first two years of its existence. Okay, just think about it for a second. Do 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 nine billion dollars. 
I am not joking, $9 billion, and that is insane when it comes to video games. To put it in perspective, another successful game of theirs called Rocket League only made $108 million in two years. Epic Engine, which is the engine and software behind these games, cost $221 million. So it just shows you how big and how powerful Fortnite is. Throw in on top of that, Fortnite is a free-to-play game. You can download it right now and play it in full. All the money that they make is from people buying skins, a.k.a. different costumes that your character's going to wear, or different things they do, like certain dances and whatnot. And there's various degrees on some of the coolest ones. The coolest looking ones are always the most expensive, and they're always putting out new costumes over and over and over again. So it's a addiction almost to buy these costumes up. And just to think that a free-to-play game made $9 billion is just absolutely crazy. Good on them, but wow. Next up, Kroger. Kroger is joining its rival Walmart by launching their own drone delivery pilot program for groceries later this spring. The supermarket chain is partnering with Drone Express to deliver items like baby products, over-the-counter medications, and picnic supplies, weighing up to five pounds from a test store in Ohio. Man, Ohio. Uh, There's a lot of Ohio references today. But uh, I think this is pretty normal. I think, obviously, in the COVID world that we're and in the post-COVID world we're going to be in, uh, we're going to see a lot more push for autonomous drones and autonomous driving. And uh, I, I really think we're just on the verge of drones becoming a standard thing that we'll see in the air. I'll be very curious to see how the government's going to uh, work that out to keep planes safe and to uh, figure out to make sure that drones don't crash into each other. I mean, are we really going to be at the point where you just look out your window and you see like a hundred drones flying around different people's houses? I don't know. And then also it brings up the question of what if you shoot down a drone uh, and take whatever the product is? Are they going to have penalties for that? Are you going to break the law? I know the government has eagles they're training to take down drones. What if people decide to have their own eagles take down drones? I don't know. There's a lot of questions to it. But the fact that Kroger is now jumping in on it and all of the other big uh, tech and consumer product stores are doing it, I think we'll be seeing it sooner rather than later. Although I wish Peoria would be a place for uh, the test run for these things. I think that'd be really cool. Okay, this one is hilarious. So there is a company called Klim, and they make a really cool device. It is a motorcycle airbag vest. And essentially, if you fall off your motorcycle, it will poof out like a airbag would and keep the driver safe so they wouldn't get horribly crushed if they fell off their motorcycle at full speed. Well, this is how the product works. And... I'm questioning on if it's legit or not, so stick with me and we'll talk about it. The customer will buy the vest for $400, okay, that's a good price, which comes with a module, but then they must download an app, and then once you download the app, you have to choose how to unlock the module so that the vest actually works. Yes, you pay $400 up front, and then you get a product that won't work. Well, how do you get it to work, Corey? Well, you can pay another $400 up front. Or you can pay a subscription model of $12 per month or $120 per year, and then it will work. But here's the thing that's kind of scary and something that I didn't think about. There could be a point where you forget to pay 
for your subscription for your vest. So there could be a situation where you actually need that vest, but because you forgot to pay or maybe uh, it read your credit card numbers wrong or maybe your credit card expired and you forgot to change it, you could potentially die because you didn't throw in $12 to the subscription fund. I don't know. It just seems really weird and gross that there's a product that could save your life and you have to pay $400 up front and then subscribe to it or pay another $400 for it. So uh, they did come out and say after some controversy, they said, look, if you use this device and you forget to pay, you don't have to worry about it because uh, you have up to 30 days to pay for it before it would stop working. That's cool, but at the same time, it's still going to be non-effective at some point. So it's just a little, I don't know. I feel like that's a gray zone uh, when it comes to technology and subscriptions, especially when it involves products that could save your life. Super, super weird. All right, two more, then we'll take a break. First one, uh, I, I had to bring this up because I just think it's fascinating. So there is a company called G4. They used to have a TV station on uh, cable, and it used to play a lot of video game stuff. And then in between the hour or two of video game stuff, like really good good video game content there was reruns of the show cops i'm not joking if you watch g4 you totally understand that reference but they announced just a couple weeks ago i think i even talked about it that they are relaunching g4 they're going to bring it back to tv they're uh, hiring a bunch of people to do tv shows and just to fully relaunch this company well they decided to hire a new host for their show and they hired a virtual streamer called code miko code miko is a vtuber we've talked about that before that is a virtual youtuber it is essentially a person wearing a, a suit that makes them look like a different person okay suits a really bad reference it's not like chuck e cheese it's more like a uh you know how the green screen some of those guys wear like the green tights with the little balls on them it's like that and the computer will put an image over them and she has been growing in popularity to the extreme just because of how realistic her uh setup is and the technology behind it if you ever get the chance look it up it is mind-blowing the technology behind it code miko but she is known for her very awkward interviews and very um more adult interviews in a adult meaning in humor and it is hilarious and aggressive and that's why they want her and i think it's an absolutely brilliant idea because it is just it's the future of of youtube in my opinion uh the fact that you will one day be able to be a character and you can host your own show not as you but as someone else really really interesting and finally, uh, for all those people out there who love to binge watch things, uh, there is a new website called Can I Binge? And when you go there, you can type in the show that you want to watch, and it will tell you exactly how long it will take to finish the show. I think it's hilarious because, A, it's cool that you can see that. Maybe you can plan out things accordingly. But at the same time, I think when it shows you those stats, you're going to be like, wait, I'm going to waste an entire day watching a show? Yeah, maybe I'll choose something else instead. So maybe it's a double-edged sword and it'll end up backfiring on people who end up looking at that. So with that, you guys, I know I talked incredibly long. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll very quickly go over the movie news of the week. 
Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. I gotta move a little bit fast here, because I talked incredibly long in the last segment, so much so I was afraid I was going to lose my voice there for a second. But this is a segment where we'll go over the latest rumors and news in the world of movies and streaming and TV shows. And let's start off with streaming. Uh, Paramount Pictures announced this week that Paramount Plus, which is the subscription service formerly known as CBS All Access, uh, announced that starting in 2022, they will have one new movie every week, an original movie, be it a big blockbuster or something originally made by them specifically for the streaming service. And to partner in with that, Mark Wahlberg's new movie called Infinite has been delayed because it will be going over to the streaming service to uh, premiere there. It's interesting. Paramount Plus uh, had a big issue when they launched originally under the uh, call sign of CBS All Access. I think it was CBS All Access. And uh, they've slowly been doing well. I've just heard mixed things about it. I know that they have been getting a lot of subscribers, but I think they're still below all of the other big ones. Netflix obviously being the biggest one right now. But they are better than uh, Apple TV, which is not doing so well right now. But I'll just be curious to see if they're going to have enough to keep moving forward. I know in regards to uh, their plans, they're planning a new Avatar series, which I am so in love with. Uh, And they have Nickelodeon they have i think tbs is on there and then of course cbs and they have a catalog of old movies too so i personally don't subscribe to the paramount plus but uh and i don't know anyone who has but i'm curious how the the product overall has been for people uh next up top gun fans the 25th anniversary is this year now we'll be getting the new top gun movie that was supposed to come out two years ago uh we'll be getting that later this year but for right now for its 25th anniversary they're re-releasing top gun into movie theaters that i think will be another test on how movie theaters are doing so far so good i'll just be curious to see when we get really the first big blockbuster and see how it does overall in the box office in some cool rumor news the sequel to the joker movie starring joaquin phoenix is currently still in development apparently uh, some rumors came out from the studio that they're currently working on a script right now and that Joaquin Phoenix is signed on to continue. Uh, There are rumors too that they might be looking into some origin stories of other uh, Batman villains, which I think would be really cool. And at this point, they can really do whatever they want. I think it was last week, uh, the Flash movie is starting to film right now, and they announced that Michael Keaton is returning to play Batman because they're going to introduce alternate realities. So this Joker can essentially fall into the alternate realities of the different Marvel, or not Marvel, uh, DC comic movies. So I'll just be curious to see where they're going to go with this one. Obviously, they're doing what uh, Marvel is attempting to do, which is create the multiverse. But uh, Marvel has years and years and years of movies leading up to it. Will the DC Comics movies, just jumping straight into it, change that or make it more successful or more of a failure? I don't know. We'll have to wait. Some quick ones, then we'll take a break. Morbius. IGN reports that Morbius has been pushed back one week, and it will now reach theaters January 28, 2022. Production has officially begun on the new Dungeons & Dragons movie starring Chris Pine. During a recent interview with Fast Company, Nintendo CEO said that the company plans to develop more films based on its library of games. They are currently working on an animated Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, The creator of Leprechaun, which is a very cult 
classic film about an evil killer leprechaun, sat down on Bloody Disgusting to discuss at length his plans on a new leprechaun movie called Vampleprechaun. It's Vamp plus leprechaun i know that was even hard for me to pronounce and then finally uh disney's first r-rated marvel movie i think it'll be rated r uh is starting is going to start filming in 2022 and that movie is blade blade reboot is coming it's been pushed to 2022 but i think that might be disney's actual first r-rated movie don't quote me on that one, but I think so. And with that, you guys, I know that was quick, but we got to take a break for news. When we get back, we'll go over Corey's Tech Corner. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Vora. This is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world. And uh, some stories that I don't think are getting some like big national attention. I hate the word mainstream media because I think it's just overused and at this point kind of silly. But uh, stories that aren't getting exactly national attention. There's one specifically that I am beyond shocked has not gotten a lot of press at all. And I, I really want people to be aware of this because I think it's a pretty big deal. We'll get to that one in a second here, but first we have to talk about the big news of the week, which is Apple. Apple released a new iOS update for their phones, and including with it, with all the new features and whatnot, is a very important one that I am very excited for, and I hope that Android is listening uh, because they need to do this. Part of their update was a agreement that you can block all apps from taking any of your information, including location, name, address, contacts, all of that. And the app will have to ask you, each individual app will have to ask you for permission. But they do, they are required now by Apple to tell you what information they will be taking from you. And wow, this will have huge implications in marketing and specifically with Facebook. I hate Facebook. There's no lie. I've talked about Facebook all the time because one of my biggest things in the world is I do not like liars of any kind, especially when big companies think they can lie to you and make you feel better with the products they have. I'm looking at you specifically, Facebook, because you are notorious for getting our information out there that's how you make money well because of this ios update facebook has come out and said oh boohoo look at me i can't make money anymore and they did the most petty thing in the world which is why it just really irks me and that was they released this this statement and an image and in the image it was hinting at that facebook would one day because of this become a subscription service so that in order to use Facebook, you would have to pay money for it. And I can tell you right now, as a person who's followed technology from the beginning of time, okay, maybe not the beginning of time, but who's followed technology in forever, let me tell you this. It's free. That's why people are using it. The second you put a subscription wall up and say you can't use our features or, or do whatever you normally do on Facebook because of money, people are going to leave and another service will, I guarantee you, will pop up because that free factor is what brings people in. And I think if they start putting blocks up against this iOS update, they're going to lose a significant amount of people. Maybe that's just me, but if it's anything, I know that if technology uh, stifles things up, that other companies will take its place and move on. So I thought it was really dumb and really petty of Facebook to blame the iOS update for your private information because they even say countless times, oh, we're not stealing your private information. We're keeping that safe. And time after time, it turns out, oh, no, they were, in fact, using their information. 
So I think this is good overall because I don't think that companies have the right to your private information until they ask for it. Just because you have a phone doesn't mean that you should be able to just freely give away your location, your information, and maybe even some of the things you look at online. So I'll be curious to see where this goes forward, but I think it's good. And Android, if you are listening, please implement this. I don't think you will, but... uh, you should because I think it's a very, very important thing. And if you haven't downloaded the update, do it because it's I seriously I have an Android phone and I really want to buy an iPhone now because of that feature. Next up is a very dark one, but it's one I want to talk about because I, I hate the word mainstream media because I think that's just overblown and kind of more of a silly term these days than anything. But I, I'm just surprised that this isn't getting national attention. Maybe I'm wrong, but I haven't really seen it anywhere. And since I saw it over the weekend, uh, last weekend, that I really haven't seen it since. An international tax force in Germany shut down a large-scale dark web child sexual abuse platform along with several similarly aligned dark website chat sites. Germany has been working with an international group, including uh, Europool, Australia, Canada, the Netherlands, Sweden, and the United States, to shut down the website known as Boys Town on the dark web. This is the scary part, and the number I cannot get over is they had 400,000 registered users. So not only people who would just go to this website and look at horrible things, they had 400,000 people that actually signed up for it, which is absolutely horrifying. This is what they're calling one of Europe's most prolific child abuse platforms on the dark web. Four suspects have been arrested. Two of the suspected founders and admins of the site have reportedly been arrested in Germany in mid-April. And the New York Times reports that a third is awaiting extraction from Paraguay. Police also arrested a 64-year-old man who is believed to be one of the site's most active members with over 3,500 posts. The New York Times points out that the Germany has recently doubled its maximum sentence for spreading child sexual abuse material to 10 years while a maximum sentence is now to 15. First of all, that seems incredibly low. It should be forever. Uh, The fact that this website existed in the first place is horrible. Anything in regards to uh, uh, child abuse at all should, I mean, instantly. I think we all collectively can agree to go to jail forever and throw away the key at that point. But I just can't get over 400,000 registered users. That's not even the number of people who just went there to view the content. But there were 400,000 people around the world that actually signed up for it, put their name and their information in. Absolutely horrifying. And I don't know why this story isn't getting a lot of national attention. We should seriously... uh, I'm just beyond shocked that this story isn't bigger everywhere, especially with 400,000 registered users. That kind of breaks my heart of humanity uh, for a little bit, wondering what the heck is wrong with 400,000 people in the world. But a quick one, and then we might take a break. If I have time, I might have one more. Uh, This one's another important one, and it involves your information once again. I know where it seems like Corey's Tech Corner is talking about... uh, your information stories that are coming out. But this one's very interesting. There is a tech-focused non-for-profit called uh, Me2B Alliance. They recently did a study on school utility apps. Those are the apps that you download for school districts that uh, allow kids and parents to download and review the calendar, bus schedules, any closings, uh, 
information on teachers and on, uh, it goes on and on. Well, they found that roughly 60% of them are sharing everything from your own student's location to the entire contact list on their phone. And they are using the phone's mobile ad identifiers to help spread to third parties so that they are able to use that information for marketing purposes. All of these companies, these students and their parents probably have, in all honesty, never even heard of. So they looked over 73 apps and there were several of them. 60% of them uh, were found to have this information. And this is once again ties in with the Apple story we did earlier. Uh, Apple will now block those apps from giving your personal information. And I think that's really important. And I know I literally say this every week, but we all have something incredibly valuable, and that is your information. You have every right to your private information, information about your location, all of that. And while I know that in some cases it can be used for good to take down terrible people, but at the same time, we can't let those terrible people doing terrible things open up the door for our own rights and our own privacy to stay protective. Cause once you give it up, it's gone for good and it's harder to get it back. So, uh, just a reminder as always to, uh, be careful and read about the apps that you're downloading on your phone. I know I don't think a parent in the world wants a marketing company that have your location data of your kids, uh, at easy access to them. I won't even go into the implications of what that means to marketing, but I think iOS is going to be a huge, huge impact to this industry. And maybe soon we'll have 60% of these school apps turning into 0% of the school apps. And with that, you guys, I know that was dark. I apologize, but there's stories I really want to cover. Uh, but with that, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over the top five list of the week. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome back to The Geek Show, and it is the last segment of the show. I know, I know, I'm sad too, but... We have a great segment here. Top five list of the week. The top five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. And I got four trailers in a viral video. And this viral video, oh, I really want it to succeed. It's the very first of what I hope is a very successful career on YouTube. But for right now, where do we start in a top five list? Number five. Number five. So Marvel Studios this week released a trailer. They called it the official phase four trailer. And in it, they announced all of their next iterations of superhero films ranging from 2021 all the way to 2023 i'm gonna play just a little clip of it because they gave us our first look at the movie coming out in november called the eternals that everyone's pretty excited for when you love something you fight for it everything yeah so like i said just a really little tease for what to expect i have a feeling that we're going to see a trailer for the eternals 
after uh, the Black Widow movie that's coming out pretty soon, uh, because I think that one's pretty much the next one. Here's the layout for this year. We have Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, and Spider-Man. That's all coming out this year. Then next year, we have Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Black Panther, and The Marvels. And then the year after that, in 2023, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium, and then ending things out with Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 4? 3. Volume 3. But they ended on such a perfect tease. I give props to the marketing department at Disney because it was so well executed. Four is a very important number in the Marvel Universe, and they showcased that number at the very end saying, ah, here's phase four. But they ended it with the style of the four looking exactly like the Fantastic Four logo, which we know they're going to bring Fantastic Four in very soon. They acquired the rights from Fox, and uh, I have a feeling we'll be seeing them first before we see any X-Men characters taking their plunge into Marvel. But we'll have to wait on that one. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a trailer that I saw. Now, this one came out last week, so I apologize for not getting it sooner. But uh, one thing I'm not paying attention to is Apple TV Plus, because they haven't had really a string of successful shows yet. And I I haven't been really satisfied with the uh, subscription service in general, so I've kind of ignored it. But I had a friend send me this, and I am actually really, really interested in this, just because I really like the actress uh, Rose Byrne. I think she is a hilarious actress. And this one looks really good. This is a series coming to Apple TV, and it is called Physical. Let's do this thing. Babe, seriously, the coffee? God forbid you have anything valuable to do. You're teaching a class. Five, six, seven. Yeah. I didn't know you liked people enough to do that. I'm a big fan of people. He's can't keep bottle blonde. Only you have the power to change you. Are you ready to change? Yeah, so that was the trailer for Physical. It's coming to Apple TV+, Plus, a service I never thought I'd talk about again on The Geek Show just because they don't really have a lot of quality stuff. But it's coming out June 18th, and while this isn't enough to get me to buy the streaming service for like a month to watch it, I'm very intrigued by it. It looks really good. I like the actress a lot, and it has a great 80s vibe to it. So, super cool. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to a trailer for a new series that came out on the fourth, Star Wars The Bad Batch. Obviously, it came out on Disney Plus for the holiday that is known as May the Fourth Be With You. Take a listen to this. But this is the journey of an unlikely few. Meet the Bad Batch. You ready for this? Hunter, the leader, in and out, quickly and quietly. Wrecker, the brawler. I'm missing all the action! Tech, the specialist. This is not a standard military operation. Echo, the hacker. This great plan of yours is looking really lousy about now. Crosshair, the marksman. Go away. Yeah, so that was the trailer for Star Wars The Bad Batch. It is now available on Disney Plus, the 70-minute premiere released on May the 4th. And it will release episode by episode every week now, which is actually kind of nice. I... 
at first I really loved Netflix's style of just binging everything, but I, it makes me look forward to something every week. And the early reviews are really good. So if you're interested, it is an animated series made by the same people who did the Clone Wars series. It looks absolutely gorgeous, and it is out now. Star Wars The Bad Batch. Number two. Number two. Okay, I have to set this one up because this one's just bizarre. I'm going to play a clip from a guy who posted a video on May 1st on YouTube, and I'm thinking it might be one of the biggest things that's going to happen this year. Now, as of this recording, it is only up to like 10,000 views, but I have a feeling it's going to blow up just because of how funny it is. So a guy created the SNN, which is the Stoned News Network, and it is all journalists who go out on the scene and talk and report stories while they are incredibly high. Now, this is in California where it's legal to smoke marijuana, and I want to play this clip. So this guy is reporting on a car crash, and a cop actually comes over and talks to him to give him an update on the story. And just listen to this. My huge props to this cop for staying cool and collected during this, because it, it's just funny. We gotta, you, have to, you have to remember, when we're out here doing the work, you got to let things settle down. And then once they settle down, we'll come talk to you. This is uh, some of Seth Rogen's pancake ice. Would you like to hit it? Never mind. Okay. Let's see. I'm not this... even going to dignify that one with that answer, man. But I smoked with police before. I'm from L.A. Uh, this this guy crashed into in, yeah. in, into the Iraq uh, consulate. Oh, is it the Iraqi consulate? I don't even know what, business, or what, what that is yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, okay. Do you think it's a terrorist attack? No. It's Saturday night in L.A. He might be intoxicated. That's what we're that's what we're gonna look at. That's that's what you're gonna look at. Did you smell his breath? Is it weed aroma in the car? There's a, there, there's a whole thing we do as part of the investigation. I'm okay. For being impaired. Okay. All right. Appreciate you. Yeah, I found that hilarious just because he's literally talking to a cop about this car crash, and he is smoking a huge blunt on the screen and it, this isn't for tv it's for online but i give huge props to the cop the cop was just chill about it i think he finally realized maybe halfway through that snn is not an actual real news organization but i thought it was hilarious i'll be curious to see if they continue doing this that is the stoned news network on youtube they just released one episode but i have a feeling it's going to be pretty big Number one, number one goes to a trailer for Netflix, and this one's going to be a big one. It's based on a beloved DC comic, and I personally have not seen it or read the comic, so it actually makes me more excited to see this. This is the teaser trailer. This is the teaser trailer for Sweet Tooth. Some stories start at the beginning. Ours begins here. First, the hybrids or the virus. But that question would become the biggest mystery of our lifetime. This is a story about a very special boy. A boy we come to know. As Sweet Tooth.
Yeah, so that was the trailer for Sweet Tooth. It is based on a DC comic. It is set in a post-apocalyptic fairy tale about a hybrid deer boy and a wandering loner who embark on an extraordinary adventure. Everyone I've talked to who have read this series says this is so good and I'm so excited to see it. It looks fantastic. It's being produced by Robert Downey Jr. and his wife. And all of the episodes will be available on Netflix on June 4th. So something to look forward to relatively soon. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. Have a fantastic weekend. If you ever want to reach out and just say, hey, are you feeling down and want to chat with someone, always feel free to reach out to me here at the station, at my email, or on Facebook. I always love talking to fellow geeks of the world. And remember, you're never alone out there. I know sometimes, especially in this isolating world that is COVID right now, uh, it can feel isolating and alone, but know that you're not. There are fellow geeks around you and around not only this community but around the world there are so many geeks out there and just remember my big message I really want to push with this show is to lift each other up we need more positivity so always keep an eye out for your fellow friend and neighbor to make sure that they're doing okay have a fantastic weekend this is the Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD